Shut up and sit down. Boom. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Uh, welcome to Dope and Dharma. This is the, the Dharma Time edition. Um, it normally comes on Tuesdays, but if you're watching this live, today's a Wednesday. You probably already figured that out. But what you uh, also might have figured out is he's, of course, the one and only dope doctor. And I'm still the Dharma guy last I checked. So is that who you are? That's what they keep telling me. So and uh, and yes, you were still uh, a little bit choppy today, but uh, it's OK. The audio still is is intact. So close your eyes if you need to. <laughs> and you can listen to the, the soothing sounds of our voices. Internet has not been his friend since uh, he moved out to New Smyrna. So, good times. Yeah. Um. Anyways, welcome everybody. Um. As always, if you want to watch us live, uh, I would suggest following us on social media, either uh, at the Dope Doctor, at the Dharma Guy, or uh, checking us out on Facebook under uh, uh, Dope and Dharma. That way, you can see when we go live, get notifications. Uh, we do go live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch under Dope and Dharma. And then, of course, if you choose not to catch us live, but you want to listen to us at your leisure, any of the major podcasting platforms will have us under Dope and Dharma. So, yes, it is uh, It is somewhat early. It is uh, For us, it's 10 a.m. I don't know where you're at or where you're listening to this, but for us, it's 10 a.m., which is not normal for us. But I tried to do it yesterday, and, and just internet issues were... Right, abundant. Um, look at that. Renee's calling you to tell you she's in Paris and it's probably evening time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so I, I wanted to talk today about difficult people, mm. right? Um, and so let me define what I what what I mean when I say difficult people. I guess. So I think we've all had interactions with at least one person in our lives that uh just really irritates the hell out of us right not not like not the person who's like belligerent and aggressive and just vulgar like not those people right uh those people would probably be difficult for anybody what i mean by difficult people is like the contrarians right or the one-uppers or just people whose affect just rubs us the wrong way right somebody who's just you know every time you got something to say they've got something else to say back or maybe that, that person who responds in a question every single time you ask them a question, like, right? You ask them something and they're like, well, I don't know, is it? Like, dude, just answer the question already. Like, come on. Just difficult people who just make conversations not flow easily or whatever, right? I think we've all ran into some of those people. Um, and I, I've seen a lot of shows, uh, posts, my own interactions over the last couple of weeks that kind of, would say that there's a lot of them people in the world at the moment. And I think people have a hard time dealing with them sometimes. So that's why I decided to come up with the show. Just because there was a, a full disclosure. I was watching another YouTube channel the other day and I saw there was a person that was being interviewed and it just so happened that, that maybe a few days prior to that, I had my own interaction with somebody, which I'll get into later. Um, that was just, <laughs> it was just frustrating. Hmm. Um, and then, you know, later on, I saw the YouTube channel and somebody was interviewing somebody and this person was essentially trolling them, right? Like they just, they weren't answering questions. Uh, they were just very 
just obstinate. Um, and I could tell it was just messing the entire vibe up of the show and the conversations. And it was one of those things where like, why are you even on the show? <laughs> like, why did you even come on to be like that? It's just weird. And then um, my wife had an interaction uh, the other day at her job with a very difficult individual uh, that really upset her, actually. And it was not cool. And so the stars and the moon are aligning to let me know that this show needs to happen. Right. Because I think there's a lot of difficult people that we're dealing with and, and especially in today's world, right? Because there's a lot of political things that are happening out there that I could see how they would create uh, disdain amongst people. And once again, I don't mean, I don't mean that the obvious ones, man, where somebody's just like slamming books on the you know, table and just completely belligerent. It's just like, Whoa, like, I don't mean those. Right. I just mean people who are like, you know, constantly taking something you said and twisting it around or something, or, or just, you know, you'll say something and they'll take it to the weirdest direction possible. And it just makes it very uncomfortable, makes it very frustrating to have a dialogue with that person. Those are the people I'm talking about. So uh, have you, have you come across those people in your life or am I the only one? I don't know. Have you? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, what do you mean? Well, <laughs> define difficult, you know, yeah. like, that's that what be. I mean. So yeah. I'm, I'm sure you've come across those individuals. No, 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 never, brother. I, I think people are beautiful. Uh, they're all little shining little sunflowers, mm-hmm. and and I'm just a ray of sunshine that likes dripping in on them, and they they yeah, show right. me their bloom, and that, that's you know exactly. It's just the way it works for me, brother. You know, it's a blessed life. Uh, no, no, look, I, you know, bottom line, you know, we're probably that person to somebody. To be honest with you, yeah, probably. Um, you know, I, I'm I know I'm not uh, uh, I'm not everybody's, you know, flavor, I should say, you sure. know, uh, so to some people, they enjoy my presence and enjoy being around me and others, I'm sure, are annoyed by just the look of my face or the sound of my voice. And, and you know, brother, I've been annoyed with the look of my face and the sound of my <laughs> voice. So so it's just one of those things. You're a very that, rude man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> that was that was a classic show uh but um you know it, it, it's when i think about it i that's where i go with it i go with it to a place where it says uh be very cautious louis be very cautious yes i talk to myself in third person when i do that be very cautious because if you judge others too much and i love judging people trust me i love it it's fun it's entertaining it makes me laugh to myself makes me giggle but I do get worried about doing it because I know that to someone else, I'm the same problem that I'm talking about that that person is to me. So, so it's a, this is a tough subject for me um, in this manner. Uh, like if we were just sitting around and just, you know, ragging on somebody, perfect subject. Love it. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's gossiping. Right. If, sure. we're, if we're just, you know, doing that, then that's fine. But when we're trying to be constructive in the conversation in regards to it, like being honest about it, um, my honesty comes out and it says, you know, I know I'm that person to somebody as much as I don't want to be. So right. I'm really eager to see where you want to take it today, because obviously, you know, there's there's very little planning when it comes to uh, these topics. You know, they get suggested or they get mentioned and we go with it. Uh, but you and I both don't like getting too deep into it together because then, you know, it's not honest. And when we have our discussion, right. So it's yeah. not, it's, it's not the first time we've, we're communicating about it. So 
we don't like to do that. Um, or at least I don't. Sure. So, so I'm very curious as to where you want to take it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'll just jump right into it. Right. Like okay. my initial, so, um, you know, contrary to, to popular belief, maybe like I, I'm not perfect. Right. Like, you know, the, the Dharma guy is obviously who I uh, see myself as and who I want to be and who I strive to be, but I'm still human. So I have days where I'm unskillful and I have days where I kind of like have to reflect on, you know, what happened. And so full disclosure, the initial, so as I said at the top of the show, I had my own interaction, right? And then that led me to see multiple interactions with other people uh, in that same time frame. My own personal interaction there was an individual that, that is in my life. Um, I wouldn't call them like a friend, just an acquaintance, somebody that I interact with frequently um, that I would probably consider a very difficult individual. Um, many other people who interact with this person walk away feeling the same. It's just like, oh, just very difficult. Um, kind of like a contrarian. No matter what you say, the individual has some sort of comment, um, some sort of uh, – just negative or, or contrary kind of statement to make. In other words, nitpicks and challenges, challenging. There you go. Challenges everything that you say. So it's not like a comfortable free flowing conversation. Sometimes every, every interaction with this individual is challenging. Um, which for some people that might be fine. Um, for me, I can deal with it for the most part. My patience is pretty high, but every now and then, if it's, if it's mm -hmm. so consistent at some point, I'm like, okay, <laughs> like stop. Um, and, and so there was a, a situation that occurred a couple of weeks ago where um, I kind of snapped on the person a little bit. Like, I, I kind of just finally reached my limit and, and I could feel my patience. And instead of me taking a step back, I just went ahead and went with it. Right. And, and so I snapped and I, and I was pretty aggressive with the first person. I shut him down, um, mm -hmm. kind of aggressive. And at the moment I, I knew what I was doing and, and I felt it, but I chose it anyways. Cause I just, I, I had enough. I had my fill and, uh, I was going to let him know. But then afterwards I thought about it and I interacted with the person. We had a conversation as oftentimes men will do, right. We'll have a blow up and then come back and we'll be cool. Right. But you know, a afterwards, uh, but there were some comments that were made on how I made that individual feel that I didn't like. Right. So then I had to, I had to reflect on saying like, okay, wow. All right. Wait a minute. You know, what happened here? And, and so the conclusion that I had to, and this is where the brutal honesty part of spirituality comes in, right? You gotta be brutally honest with yourself. You don't necessarily have to have this conversation with everybody around you. But lying to yourself does nobody any favors. Right. Lying to yourself isn't going to help the people around you. And it sure, sure as hell isn't going to help you. Right. And so could I have lied to myself and said that he deserved it? Absolutely. Right. Could I have lied to myself and everybody else? And, and they would have all agreed because I could probably have at least 30 different people who would all say, yeah, he probably deserved it. Blah, blah. Sure. Right. And I could have probably gone off with my day, but I wouldn't have grown at all. Right. right. I wouldn't have I wouldn't have gravitated any closer to this idea of the man that I'm choosing to be in my life. Mm -hmm. So I had to be brutally honest. And in my brutally honest assessment of things, I came to the conclusion that, number one, you know, uh, it, he is who he is. Right. Let me put that up there. He is who he is. Right. Like, he's not annoying. He's not this. He's no. not, he's just him. Right. He's allowed to be who he wants to be in life. Mm -hmm. It's not. It's not his job to conduct himself in a way that I deem appropriate or anybody else for that matter. 
it's his job just to be who he wants to be and, and just live his life. And so that, that was my first, the, the first uh, uh, realization that I kind of had to admit was he's not the problem, right? He is who he is. And, and I think that uh, uh, th that coincides with a lot of the shows that we've done in the past, even right. Um, I, right off the top of my head, I can think of the one where we says, you know, they don't have to, where they don't have to live up to your expectations. Right. Um, and I, so I think that, that is a, a has to be on the forefront of our mind when we we interact with one another. We have to realize and remember that. The, uh, so the, <laughs> the the statement that I make all the time, and anybody who's ever been in any of my uh, like groups or whatever would probably can repeat it verbatim. Uh, expecting a table to be a chair. I tell them that all the time. It's like my, I'm gonna I'm I'm going to assume that I coined that phrase. Maybe I didn't, but <laughs> I've never heard anybody else do it. So I'm going to take credit for it anyways. <laughs> That's um, funny. I love it. Um, so basically what my, what I mean by that is uh, just a really quick, quick synopsis for those of you who haven't heard it. Uh, um, you know, if you walk into this room every single day and you see a, a chair sitting there in, in, in this room and you think to yourself, oh my gosh, this room would be so much better if that chair was a table. And you just get upset and mad that it's not a table and whoever designed this room just screwed up terribly. And that, that chair really should be a table. And then if every single day you come into that room, expecting right. that, that chair to suddenly be a table, you're going to be really pissed off and irritated every single day you walk into a room. At some point, you're going to have to accept the fact that that chair is a chair. It's not its fault. It's not doing anything different. It's just, it's a chair. You're the one that's expecting it to be other than what it is every day. And so using that same mentality, this individual that I'm talking about is a chair. He's just, that's who he is. I can't get mad when he doesn't appear to be a table, if that makes any sense. Right, right. And so, like, if we have difficult people in our lives, if we have a, and I, it pains me to say this, but a Karen, right, or uh, a, a liberal or a conservative or what, whatever the label is that we're, we're inundated with in today's political world, if you come across those individuals in your life, they're allowed to be that, right? Like that's who they are, man. That's, that's the, the path that they're choosing to walk. And so us getting irritated with them and blaming them and saying they're this, they're that. Not really, man. They're allowed to be that way. So what are your, what are your initial, I think it coincides with what you were essentially saying in the top of the show. Yeah. Well, first of all, I want to do a, a we, the middle show on Karen, by the way. Sure. So write that down. Uh, see if you can remember it. Well, come on, you have a better memory than me, baby. Right? <laughs> I remember. All right, but but we haven't been in the middle in a long time. I know, so. but maybe this Friday we'll top it off with Karen, because uh, I want to do a show on that. But all right, so going along with what you said, um, you know they are who they are. In in our problem is that we we I think we like drama and chaos. And we don't extent, like to right. admit yeah. it. I don't yeah. think we like to admit it, right? And that's evidenced by what videos are most popular online. It's either the cutesy little doggy stuff, right? The little cutesy little pet stuff, sure. right? Or the volatile, <laughs> crazy stuff. Absolutely. The, the stuff in the middle is just in the way. 
Yeah. So we could do this. <laughs> the stuff that we do is in the way. <laughs> yeah. This this content is in the way. It's like right now somebody's swiping past us to right. get to like a bar fight. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's much better if you and I would disagree about everything and fight each other. Yeah. Because that's what, yeah. That, that's what's entertaining, and and I'm guilty of it. So sure. when I say they are who they are, it's almost like I want them to be that way, even though I say I don't want them to be that way. I want them to be entertaining. Right. <laughs> and by entertaining, I mean don't agree with me because it, that gets boring. Right. Look, there was a, there was a time in my life where where I was very fortunate in a lot of different ways, and and I had a crowd, a large crowd that just was with me all the time. Right. I had my little posse. I had my little my little entourage, and everything I said, everything I did, it was the funniest and the greatest. And you know, wherever we went, it was the best. And you know, wherever I wanted to go, we went. You know, whenever I didn't want to go, we didn't go. If I was so darn thrilled and happy with that, then then why was I so miserable? I mean, right. not in a lot of ways. And, and those of you that were part of that with me, it's not that I was miserable with you. It's not that you made me miserable. It's just internally that wasn't hitting the spot. You know what I mean? It felt good, but it wasn't hitting the spot. And so it, 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 I wasn't who I wasn't accepting who I was. So when you say they are who they are, well, I am who I am, too. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and the problem with I am who I am, too, is that if, when you don't know who you are and you're not comfortable in your own skin, then you become that annoying person for somebody else because you're kind of like you're bouncing. You know, like I, I saw something really interesting yesterday um, or someone say something interesting. And it was it was you're it welcome. Was Con- you're welcome. Yeah, it was Conor McGregor. Actually, I was watching that, oh, that, that Netflix thing. I, I, I like Conor McGregor. And I'll tell you why I like Conor McGregor, because that no filter is entertaining now we don't like that person around us or like you know when we're not really thrilled with them right when they're not in our camp we don't like that person we want them to have a filter be respectful be nice you know act like this whatever but that no filter in him is is entertaining but but when he says he said they go like something like you know how are you now or like how are you somebody asked him a question he goes well i am whatever my environment is like he admitted that he's never in control of his attitude and mood without saying he's never in control. Right. He, but he said, I am whatever my environment is. So if my environment is friendly, I'm friendly. But if my environment appears hostile, then I get hostile. If my environment is, is then I do that. So he was blaming everything mm-hmm. and everybody else for when he goes off the handle. Right. And kind of justifying that to himself and almost like putting it in concrete. Yeah. And, I, and I'm like, man, I've, I've been that. I've been that. And, and when I'm off, I am that. When I'm off, I allow the environment to dictate my mood and attitude, which is why in my teachings, when I'm doing the classes and the groups and the stuff that I've done, I encourage people to you're in control of, of, of that. Nobody can piss you off. Nobody can frustrate you. Nobody can hurt you. Those are things that you have self-defined in yourself. Like these are the parameters of pain. These are the parameters of annoyance. These are parameters of everything. And therefore, I've wrote down a script and 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 and, and the, the boundaries. And if you break them, then I, I'm going to respond this way. But I've justified that it's okay to respond that way when you break them. And so if they are who they are and they're being annoying to you, it's something about that you've pre-written. It's something that you've predestined and set yourself up for. Right? Because that is that's that's the book that you chose to write. But you wrote the book and so that's where my head goes with it 
right now. You smiled, so I must have hit on something that you were thinking. Because whenever uh, you do that smile, it's because you're like, I was just about to say that, or I was thinking that. That that was that oh, smile, right? You know, Am I right? Oh, uh, of course. Yeah, not to just jump the gun, but we'll go ahead and go to the next one, right? So the next point that I had here is it's about Perfect. us, right? Right. And so that's the other half of the brutal honesty, right? So the first part of the brutal honesty I had to have about the situation was acknowledging that there was nothing wrong with him. He just, he is who he is. There's nothing right. There's nothing wrong. It's just, it's just a statement. It's just a fact. He is who he is. Um, and and that's totally fine. So then, then the next step in the brutal honesty was, all right, well, what, what happened there then? What is the problem? Like, you know, my response was, was not, uh, going into the conversation where I'm totally calm, cool, collective, you would ask me if that's the response I wanted to give. Right, right. My answer would have been no. So what brought that out of me? How did I lose that composure and, and snap on this person? Right. Well, that's about me, right? right? Like there was something about my F or my uh, mindset that allowed, you know, my reaction to come out that way. Um, and so I kind of had to look into the reasoning behind that, which I won't get into just in case this individual watches, right. but there were certain things in my mindset that, that I call it my inner bully came right. out. Right. And, and right. Um, it's, it's kind of, you know, uh, it's an inner thought that made its way out. And it's an inner thought that, that, um, might not be the best inner thought, but it's still in me. And so I had this inner thought and it came out and, and, and I got aggressive. And so that's about me though. Right. And so what I had, what, what I learned was, okay, like I don't, uh, there was a, there was a phrase I used to hear early on in my spiritual journey. Right. And I've heard it in many different uh, dynamics, not just the spiritual growth aspect, but in life in general. And that is, um, you know, from the spiritual one, it says, keep people in your orbit that are both further along the path and not as far along the path. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, in other areas, it's like, you know, keep people around you who know more than you, people who know less than you, that kind of stuff. And one of the things that was always said was you keep the people who aren't as far along as you on the journey to help teach you where you need to grow. Right. And, and when I first heard that years and years and years ago, mm -hmm. it didn't make sense to me what that meant. Like, what do you mean? They're not as far. Like, how am I going to learn anything from them or whatever? And if you're thinking it from a teacher pupil instance, you're right. They're not going to teach you directly anything. But what the way they do teach you is by creating situations where you learn that you need to grow. Hmm. So like this individual doesn't practice spirituality that I know of. Um, so they're, you know, by definition, then you could argue that they're not f as far along on the path as I am. And they taught me about myself. Yes. Not, well, whatever, two weeks ago, however long ago it was. Um, and then the way they taught me was he created an environment that tested my patience and I failed. Right. I snapped where, so what that tells me is I need to grow in that area of my life. I need to like, okay, I need to be able to not allow that to evoke such a response for me. Right. I need to be able to recognize when that's starting to happen and kind of like back off or do whatever I need to do. So therefore I don't respond or react in a way that I don't want to. And so it, it's about, it is about us. It's not right. about them. You right. know, it's about my inability to remain composed because for whatever reason I set boundaries ahead of time, I set expectations ahead of time and he was able to touch them. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and once again, it's not about justified or not, right? Like, because I guarantee you, I can have a whole line of people that would agree with me that, yeah, this person deserved it or whatever. Right. And that's fine, but that's not who I'm trying to be in life. Right. I'm not trying to be that volatile person who just snaps at whatever. Like, 
I think that you get more things done by being calm and composed than you do by being belligerent and aggressive. Um, and so therefore that's not who I'm choosing to be in this life anymore. I spent many a decade being the volatile, angry, you know, aggressive person. I, I want to be the calm, collective person. So once again, when that thing, when that took place, I had to stop and think backwards and be like, okay, well, you know, he is who he is. He's allowed to be that way. So then why did I do this? Okay. Well, and so moving forward, I've had interactions with this person since then. And while I've even heard others getting irritated and going through the same mental gymnastics that I was, I, on the other hand, remain calm, cool, collected. Hmm. Why? Because I've already had that instance. And when I, the, the moment that I saw it happen again, I was able to like, Oh, I know it. I recognize this. And I just like, I, I disengaged from the conversation. Um, that was how I chose to, to, rectified i guess in that moment but the reason why i was laughing when you were talking about those because you're 100 percent correct in the sense of it's about us man it's about our insecurities it's about our our interpretations of the of the situation it's uh, you know what makes something um difficult as i said earlier isn't uh it's not the same for every single person so therefore what we would label difficult is our interpretation of that situation because something that you would call difficult, I might call fine and vice versa. So if we're labeled as difficult, then that, that means that we've already set the parameters of what we think it should be. Right. And because it didn't line up to what we thought it should be, we're going to label that as difficult. And then we're going to get frustrated. And then we're going to have to like fix it or correct it because it shouldn't right. be this way. Like, that's about us, man. That's our preconceived notions going into the situation of what we wanted it to be. Well, it's like not accepting what kind of author you are. Like if you're the one okay. writing your own book, right? If you're the one you, you've developed all the characters, these are these are the good people, these are the bad people, these are the villains, these are the heroes. I mean, yeah. I mean, because they're different for everybody. So you've defined what a villain is for you. You've yeah. defined what a hero is to you. So you're this author. It's like you walking around as Doctor Seuss, but you think you're you're Stephen King, or you walking around as Stephen King, but you're really Doctor Seuss. Right. You know what I mean? It's like you're not happy with the type of author you are if you're walking around frustrated with everybody around you. I mean, you're the one that defined these people as that way. So, right. so what I found interesting is when you were do, when you were telling that story about what happened with you, you looked at a way of looking inward, right? Looking yeah. inward and kind of like, oh, how can I grow from this moment, or, or what sure. what is happening to me right now? Instead of simply just staying away from the person, because somebody else would have told you, stay away from that dude. That dude's negative. My stay wife away. did, right? Because <laughs> that's the simple did. answer. Yeah, right. And that's almost like the mansplaining answer. Right. Yeah. That, that 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 when people talk about, you know, like the guys always want to try to fix things for their wives. You just define one of those perfect moments where where like maybe the wife might come home and say, this is what happened. And the guy's like, well, just stay away. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, right. Well, she right. was she uh, actually saw me getting irritated. And like, so my wife is she's known me long enough. Um, and, and you've probably at this point known me long enough as well that mm -hmm. she could hear my tone. And, and her little like spider sense when it was like, uh -oh, right. like this yeah. is not going to end well. Right. So she tried to stop it ahead of time and say, right. eh, you should probably just like get off and like not right. interact with the person. So, right. yeah. And, and, you know, and the other thing that I heard is that you didn't try to change them, you know, because some people they get frustrated because they feel, oh, this is my teaching moment for that person. But this is not your kid. <laughs> no. So you don't even know that you're trying to teach them by what you're saying. So you don't even know you're being offensive. By what you're trying to say and, and so you you think that oh this is a teachable moment let me tell this person how they're being rude and let me tell this person how they're being wrong and let me tell this person how they're being annoying and they're not asking you for that right now they're yeah. just 
doing whatever they need to do. And they don't need you to diagnose them, Sigmund Freud. You, this is not this <laughs> yeah. is not your occupation. I'm sorry, but they just didn't give you the money to be, you know, therapizing them. <laughs> I, I started that word on another day, and I love yeah. that word, by the way, the therapize. Uh, whether it's a real word or not, I don't give a damn. Uh, you know, and, and so the other thing is that uh, – when you when you when you go along this path and, and you know it's about you, uh, just like what you did, Trinity, the Dharma guy, uh, you made it about you. You kind of looked for a way to like, how can I grow from this? Or do, it's an, then now how are you going to hold yourself accountable to that? Then you know what I mean. Like, do you really want to change it, or, or are you are you kind of comfortable feeling it? Because I got to be honest, there's a lot of my defects that I still carry because I'm at 53 now. So so I may have been just as inquisitive at 40 and 30. But at 30, I was more willing to change it because I was so close to like a lot of ill behaviors. And then right. by 40, I was so far away from a lot of maladaptive and ill behaviors that I was less willing to change some of those things that I knew were wrong. And then now at 53, I'm a lot less willing to change. I I'm comfortable with a lot of the things that bother me now, apparently, because I'm like, I you know, now <laughs> if, if I think it's a duck and it quacks like a duck and I call it a duck, I don't give up anymore and right. so that's 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 i find myself as i get older even though wiser in knowing that it's about me a lot less willing to change it because it's like don't care like yeah. i have a lot less care to do some of the changes and it's because where i used to want the circle may have been a big circle right i was originally right. casting a net to see Oh, who's going to like me? Who's going to want me? Who am I going to live with? Who am I going to spend my time with? Who am I going to work with? Well, now that is such a small little circle that I don't need anybody else in it in a way. So it's like I find myself uh, in this very unique position. I think we all get there. Um, and it's almost like, uh, you know, I heard my daughter say something the other day. And I said, man, I remember when I used to say that a lot and I really liked it. And she used to say, she, well, she said, ignorance is bliss. Like, I don't want to know because ignorance is bliss. And I'm like, I wonder if I taught that to her because I say that a lot, right. especially early on in my life. You know what? I still believe it. Ignorance is bliss. The less you know, sometimes it's it's so peaceful, but it doesn't help you grow. It may help you get through the day without getting too frustrated and annoying, right? Not too stressed out or anxiety ridden, but it didn't help me grow. It just helped me ignore it to the fact, you know, like sweep it under the rug. Sure. Uh, and, and, and just go about your day. But then the next time you meet that guy, I would be in the same situation again, you know, around that guy. And I'd be like, look, I, I knew who he was and I still went and talked to him. I still asked him the question knowing darn well what he was going to do. Yeah. Instead of, even, you know, it, it, almost assuming that I'm the only one that grows on this planet. I'm the only one that matures on this planet. Everyone else, <laughs> if they were that way, they're still that way. I mean, there's people that I can think about from my youth and childhood that I think are idiots that I feel like if I'd meet them today, my head wants to think they're still idiots. Right. But then I, I, I know some of the achievements some of them have done. And I'm like, how the hell did that dude achieve that when I know him to be an idiot? Well, right. somebody right now, Trinity is probably saying, like, how the hell is Louis get what he wants? I know that dude's an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> dude, yeah. should, there's no way that dude should have what he has. <laughs> so again, we're, we're that character in someone else's story, just like yeah, you know, you're a hero in my story. By the way, let me let me make sure I I write you really cool in my next chapter. <laughs> yeah, I think um, I mean I 100 relate 
obviously to to not wanting to change certain things right like mm-hmm. i think that's an internal decision we all have to make on who we're comfortable being and, and yeah. i think and there's there's probably several things about me I just go ask my wife i'm sure that are, are irritating or whatever um that i'm 100 percent okay with right? right like that's that's actually my little funny thing i'll say to people when they'll <laughs> when they'll say something to me you know oh well, such and such and i'll say hey, i'm okay with that Right. Like, and it's a joke, but it's also serious. Like there's certain things about me that I know probably irritate people around me or whatever, or aren't the most optimal way of being. And I have to have that little mental kind of checklist and you know what? I'm okay with that. Like, I don't need to be perfect. You know, like, yeah, there's going to be some things about me, especially in today's world. I'm fully aware that there's certain mindsets that I have in today's world that are dinosaur. Like they're not, they're dying mentalities or whatever. And I'm okay with that. Yeah. I'm not going to change them because that's what I believe at my core, but right. I can understand and I'm okay with the fact that the world itself is moving past that and it's no longer cool, I guess. Um, but I, I have the luxury of being okay with that because I'm also <laughs> like in my forties, I've got my kids already. So, you know, if I was 20, I don't know if I'd be as okay with it. Right, 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 right. You know what else I found? Trinity, tell me if you've experienced this because you know, you're in a long-term marriage, like I'm in a long-term marriage. All right. So, so in, 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 me being judgmental of others, I, I feel like when I'm doing it, you know, with Dana, I feel like I'm doing it and I feel like it's well placed. Right. I feel like it's a good timing. It's it's well placed. It's deserving and all that. She could do the exact same behavior. But for some reason, the way she does it when she does it, it's so off character. It's so different that I'm like, nah, I don't want to go there with my head. She goes, oh, OK, so when you do it, it's OK. But when I do it, it's this. And, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. Because I don't like to get in that, that I don't like to put that negative out there. I don't like to put that, that energy out there sometimes. So when I do it, I fully accepted to put that energy out there at that moment or the type of energy I'm throwing out at that moment, but someone else's energy, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not one of those jump on the bandwagon. Let's run with that, that dialogue kind of thing, because maybe I don't like the energy that person's kicking off. And I think that's very different with, 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 uh, with age as well. And it's also shows how we grow differently like my my tolerance level may be different than your tolerance level than her tolerance level right. so so uh i find that to be pretty judgmental uh and and i notice that as well so I'm, i know i'm very judgmental like that because i like it the way i say it but maybe not necessarily the way she says it. and i call her on it and the funny thing is she called me on it so i'm outing myself on here because i think it's funny yeah. you know what sure. I mean? it's like yeah babe uh your tone uh, it's just different. Like I know where I'm coming from when I say it. I, I know, right. I, I, I know the inner feelings it's coming with, but when you say it, I'm interpreting your tone and I'm judging you. Therefore I may not like how I just judged you and thought about you that way. And that's not who you are to me. You're, you're, right. you're, you're beautiful, perfect, sweet Dana. So you're not allowed right. to do that. that. That's uncomfortable for me to even listen to you. Know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I think, uh, uh, like I said, I just we we kind of have to like look inward and figure out who we want to be and what our our uh, you know north star is, if you will. Um, and so the the other there was another uh, the other thing that that basically reinforced wanting to have the show today, right? Mm-hmm. Was so that interaction happened with myself, and I had to have my own like you know moment of of reflection if come you to dharma time moment <laughs> yeah right uh and once again i'm not embarrassed but that's why i could freely talk about it too by the way like right. we're, we're human dude like yeah. i i have never claimed to be perfect man like 
you know, I don't want anybody to ever watch our shows and think that this is who we are 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Right. Mentally, in the way we process things, yeah, this is just who we are. This isn't mm -hmm. like a character or whatever. Right. But the 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 end product doesn't always look the way I want it to look, right? Right. Sometimes the end product, I I I have to take a step back and be like, oops, you know what? Yeah. I screwed that one up, man. Right. Like, that was and that was a moment where from you know from some people it might not have been a screw up but the way i define it the way i want it to look i screwed it up i failed in that right. moment uh which is why i looked inward to figure out okay well what is it that prompted me to move in that direction right um but then fast forward a couple like probably like a week or so right so this was already kind of sitting in my head Caught, saw a couple other things i saw that youtube video where the person was being difficult and so i was just like okay here's another example maybe i should have it and then yesterday when I picked up my wife, um, she works at the hospital at the VA right. and there was a gentleman uh, there and obviously for HIPAA and things of that nature, I can't go into detail, but there was a gentleman there and he was just very, just mean, right? Like the way she, her interpretation, the way she said it to me, he was just mean and he actually made her cry, which mm -hmm. as a, as a husband, it pissed me off if I'm honest, you're like, wait, what? Like it, it, it irritated me, but at the same token, it broke my heart, right? Because it's my wife. I don't want to see her, you know, feeling that way from somebody else. Right. And when she proceeded to explain to me, the whole thing went down. I felt absolutely horrible for her, right? Because it was like you shouldn't have to endure that. Right. It, was just, it was just a very mean, belligerent dude, and and some of the things he was saying were just not even true. Like, <laughs> you know, that she might get mad at this one. Uh, maybe not. Uh oh. Uh, one of the things he said to her was like, "Oh, you know, you're." you're healthy and get to come to work and everything else. And my wife and I both laughed when she repeated that to me. Was like, eh, there's a lot of things that would define my wife as healthy is probably he not one healthy of them. Healthy is no, no. Um, Breakable. <laughs> yeah. um, and so, yeah, just, just or is it glass. That's a superhero glass. She's uh, like glass. Uh, yeah, I think so. Um, so my, my whole thing was just, he was obviously in a mood or having a day or whatever it might be. Um, and, and it upset her to the point where she wanted to tell me about it of course we talked about it and she then being who she is tried to make excuses for him by saying well you know he probably was having a bad i was like hold up let me stop you there like you didn't deserve that like i don't care what kind of day he was having you didn't deserve for him to completely unload on you like that like you're nobody to him yeah. and you're getting paid to be there but you're not getting paid to deal with that kind of right. you know behavior from somebody so it's unacceptable um having said that she responded in a really great way. I mean, obviously she internalized some of it, hence the, the emotional reaction from her. And telling um, you. Yeah. But the, the actual moment of she handled it stellar, like, which I, what I expect of her, that's who she is. Mm -hmm. um, she didn't <laughs> like, you just heard telling it to me. I had to run it through my head. What I would have done had I been sitting there. And, and that's a situation where I probably would have responded in an unskillful yeah. way and I would have been totally okay with it. I yeah. would have walked away afterwards thinking to myself, how could I grow from now? I wouldn't like screw him. Right. Like, you know, uh, that was a very challenging, very Like it was just, it was a very angry man who just completely unloaded on some poor girl. Like it was just un unacceptable. Right. So, but she, on the other hand, handled it really well. And so that reiterated to me why we even have it, which would be the third, you know, part i have here um and that is patience right like feeling the agitation or feeling the aggression arise but understanding in that moment it's unnecessary right like not having to fix it in that moment so once again 
that particular instance, her and I are two different people. So I, I think the way she handled it was perfect for her. Um, I don't think I would have handled it the same way and I wouldn't have felt bad about it. However, the instance that I was dealing with, the gentleman that I'm handling, that one requires patience. That's how I solved it was in the moment, first and foremost, using spiritual terms, the feeling tone, right? Mm -hmm. Like I recognize the feeling tone now, the moment it happens, because I've interacted with this person since my, my, my uh, blow up, if you will. And they've been just as annoying <laughs> as they've always been like, you know, it's just who they are. But the difference now is me. I'm having more patience. When, when, when I feel the feeling tone of I'm starting to get irritated instead of wanting to fix it or correct it or push it away. Right. I allow myself to feel irritated. It's okay. Like I'm not feeling irritated. Isn't a bad thing. It's what I do with it. And so when I feel the irritation, I just take a breath. I'm like, okay. I acknowledge it. I realize that it's there. I understand what's causing it. And I let it go mm -hmm. and I don't have to fix it. I don't have to correct it. I don't have to stop it. I don't have to push it away. I just allow it to be there, be comfortable with it, be comfortable being uncomfortable, basically, and then let it go. Right. right? It, like, and, and when I say be comfortable being uncomfortable, let me make sure I, I, I explain that in the sense that if it's a bad situation or toxic or harmful, you shouldn't be comfortable with that. Right. You, you remove yourself from the situation. Mm -hmm. But in this instance, the, no harm is going to come to me. Like it, it's really, it's all it is, is just somebody's personality that's rubbing me the wrong way. That's something that I could be comfortable with. You know, the situation my wife had to endure, she should never be comfortable with that. Like she did the right thing and then she got, you know, superiors involved to come and handle it. Like, yeah. Right. You should never be comfortable with abuse basically. Right. Uh, uh, but in my situation, and I think many situations that we're referring to, we're not talking abuse. We're talking just somebody who was just pushing buttons, right? And if they're pushing buttons, endure it, right? right. Just, okay, you know, I hear you. Yeah, you pushed the button. Yeah, it irritated me, but I don't need to do anything about it. Right. And I think that's what gets us in trouble, right? And, and from a spiritual sense, that's where the, the aversion and the clean causes our suffering, right? So our aversion to feeling the button being pushed causes our suffering because we're realistically speaking – you're never going to be able to prevent your buttons being pushed. You might prevent in that instance, in that moment by leaving or walking away, mm -hmm. but you might walk right into another situation where a different button is yep. like, we all have buttons and they're going to be pushed. And so our aversion to that feeling is what causes our suffering and our inability to do that. So the trick is to allow it to be there. Just acknowledge. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You pushed a button that irritates me and that's okay. Like I don't need to not feel that. And I, and I think that that is, is what I've strived for. And I feel that I'm a lot closer than I've ever been in my life. Um, and, and it takes practice though. And it, and it takes an intention, right? You, you need to have the intent of, Hey, I'm not gonna allow this to bother me. And, and I will say that, that hearing it on face value, if you're not that type of person, it might feel weak, right? It might feel like, well, no, I'm not going to let somebody do that. They need to know I'm gonna put them in what I would say to that is, is it takes a lot more strength to endure than it does to run. And the other thing I would say to that is, is uh, um, we don't need to fix them. Like there's nothing wrong with them. Right. It, once again, it's us. And so for me, that's kind of where I, that whole situation, that's what I'm trying to get across in today's uh, talk, whatever mm -hmm. is, is enduring, right. Allowing our, allowing these things to be what they are, Mm -hmm. And accepting what they are without a need to change it, without a need to push it away, without a need to fix it. 
And and I will say though that that it feels pretty good when that happens. I know it feels good to pop off sometimes and be aggressive and shut somebody down. It absolutely does. I'm not going to deny that. But it also feels really good when you're impervious to that, right? It feels really good when somebody doesn't have the power to, you know, pull something out of you anymore. Right. Like there's something to be said about somebody right. trying to push a button and realizing they can't versus you shutting them down. Right. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. You know, it's it's more of like an internal response instead of an external reaction. Right. It's yeah. like it, like if you internally respond to the situation and therefore you don't externally react. There's a sense of peace and strength in that. Mm -hmm. And and I akin it to very much like uh like I, I let's 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 look at childhood, like where a lot of this develops, right? And, sure. and let me wonder for a second if I would have had the size of your body in my childhood, what would be a what would be different? But again, <laughs> all the same things that happen to me, except with your body, right? Right. The one thing that would have been helpful in having your body instead of mine, given all the other things, same, is that. I wouldn't have had to react the way I reacted. Even though we, you and I both reacted the same, we did it for different reasons. Sure. Like my reason for reaction was feeling small and insignificant, right? Whereas if I was your size, I might have been able to overcome that differently. Does that make sense? So, so we all walk in and we all may have some of the same reactions, but the root of where it comes from is different. Yeah. And so the healing of it is different. And so when I think about internal responses like what you dealt with, with with that individual, it's like, well, your end path is different, too. You want to get to a different place at the end of your day. Like you yeah. want to be home. Yeah. Right. You want to be home. You want to be comfortable. You don't want to be in jail. And, <laughs> and, yeah. I, and I say that. But there was a time where that didn't matter. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, right. I mean, yeah. both you and I can think of times where we even logically thought. This could go really bad. One of us is going to the hospital. One of us is going to jail. And yet it was like, I'm going to do it anyway. I'm doing it anyway. Yep. So, so, so it leads you to know your faith in where you want to be at the end of the night is important. You know, you may not know where yep. you want to be at the end of your life. People, you, that may be too far for you. I know it was for me. I thought I'd be dead by 18. So, so when adults will talk to me in a manner of being like, you know, where do you want to go in life? I'll be like, dude, I'm never getting there, bro. Right. And that's what made Scarface the hero. Scarface is not my hero today. Like I, it kind of annoys me actually, you know, like I look at things like Scarface, you know, and I see how many people, oh, Scarface this, Scarface that. And I remember when that used to be a big deal for me. And then I realized, but he died. <laughs> yeah. Right? I mean, oh, great. He didn't really yeah. win in that scenario. Big gun. Yeah, big gun. Yeah, he took a lot of bullets. What a cool guy. He died, man. You know what I mean? He got shot at that. He lost his family, lost his sister, lost his best friend. He lost everything, yeah. He lost, and he died. So, so the fact that I ever looked up to that character as a heroic type character makes no friggin' sense at all. If the path you want to go to is different now, <laughs> if the path you want to go to is that's it. I'm cool with my story ending there. Then that's good. But that's not where I am today. Right. And that's, that's how you really, or at least I, that's how I really realize uh, growth 
and maturity for me. And I'm not saying if you believe in Scarface is a hero, you're not, you haven't grown and you're not mature. That's your deal. I'm not right. judging you by using the words I'm using. I'm simply saying that on the path that I want to be at at the end, that's not it. On the other hand, Don Corleone dying the way he did playing with his grandchild, playing with the orange in his mouth. Friggin' beautiful ending. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the end. He, he, the dawn to the day died. That now now you're talking similar type characters, right? Both criminal, and I know I'm picking criminals or whatever, but the, that you know that's my early influence and that's my early lifestyle. So forever, that's ingrained within my brain. But those two characters, very different characters. And that uh, I even though in youth, I I I loved Sonny a lot more, and I loved Scarface a lot more in my older years. The Don Corleone character is much better for me. Just, you know, think it through, be patient, stick to the respect of, of how things are supposed to be done in this world, respect both sides, crips and bloods, respect everybody out there that wants to feel and think differently than you. That's not your deal. You just stick to the business at hand, your friends, your family, your money. Don't count anybody else's money. Don't count anybody. Don't don't diagnose anybody else's ailments and situations unless they're paying you to do so. And they just keep moving forward. And at the end of the day, you're going to die happy with your grandchildren around you, loving you. No matter what you did in life, they're always going to remember you, remember you as that loving person. They're not going to remember all the other negatives that you may have done in the world because that really doesn't matter to the youth. What matters to the youth is, wow, he was loving. He was my grandfather. He was my great-grandfather and all that stuff. Boom. That's the ending I like. And so whatever your end path, whatever you really want. And if every morning you remember that and you do that, then when you go out there and behave yourself and conduct yourself, hopefully that helps you get through. And when you're internally responding, you remember that so that once you're in a situation that says, I may go to jail for this, you might back off and go like, that's not where I want to go tonight. That's I will never get the Don Corleone moment. If I do this right now, what I'm going to get is a sunny moment. I'm going to go pop off. I'm going to, Kick the hell out of that dude. Hit him with the trash cans and everything. Remember that sunny moment? But then I'm going to go to the toll booth and blah, 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 and done. I don't want that moment. Yeah, I think um, so for me, it reminds me of you could be right or you could be happy. Yeah. Right. And that's what it reminds me of. And it's simply, I think <clears throat> the thing that gets us in trouble, it goes back to my okay practice even. And that is there's this weird thing inside of us. Right. I don't know what it is. It's just this weird inclination inside of us that feels some sort of catastrophe is going to take place if we don't fix or correct this person or this behavior. Mm -hmm. This this weird drive instinctually in us that says whatever you're saying is so wrong that if I don't fix it or if I don't correct it, something terrible is going to happen. Right. Like I, I'm either going to be thought of, like I'm not going to get what I want in life or I'm going to be made fun of, or I'm going to lose the things that I want. Like something bad is about to happen unless I fix your thoughts. And I think that mentality gets us in trouble. Right. Your intent. And this is go back to the eightfold path here. Uh, your intention should not be one of, I'm going to be right. I'm going to fix you. I'm going to make you see what I see, blah, blah, blah. Your intention should be, I'm trying to be happy. I'm trying to remain peaceful and remain happy. What's going to get me to that path? Is arguing with you and trying to convince you that you're wrong going to get me to that right, path? Right. Or is allowing you to be where you're at on your journey and just being content with where I'm at on my journey going to get me there? And I think that right there is one of the biggest, that's how we deal with it. That's where that patience comes into play is 
is this this notion like you're just never gonna do it right like let's just let's just cut straight to the chase you're never gonna succeed at convincing that person that they're wrong that's not how those situations unfold that's not even how you convince somebody that they're wrong right even yeah. was it um the npr stuff right or uh no uh, nlp the nlp stuff right the way you get somebody to see that they're wrong isn't by telling them that they're wrong no <laughs> the way you get somebody to see that they're wrong is allowing them to find a flaw in their own logic allowing them to intrinsically come to that conclusion on their own of oh that's kind of stupid it doesn't make sense maybe i shouldn't do that right <laughs> i've i have never and i don't think i know anybody that has ever changed their path because somebody over them was pounding in a new way of thinking to them like trying to bully them into a new way of thinking we collectively as the human species don't just don't respond well to bullying we just don't right? right we 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 defend we just we dig deeper into the sand we might not right. outwardly do it right like not everybody's gonna punch the bully in the face right. but internally no matter what's happening externally you're not thinking i'm gonna change no you're thinking nope they're wrong and screw you so it just doesn't work so this notion that somebody's upsetting you or they're being a difficult person or whatever, and the mere fact of you challenging them is going to create change, you're wrong. <laughs> it's never going to give it up. It's not going to happen. The only thing that's going to happen is you're going to walk away irritated. That other person might not even walk away irritated. You can't even guarantee that because they might actually want to irritate you. And so if you get irritated, they're happy. So the exact opposite effect has happened. Right, like, because I know people like that who just push buttons on purpose. Trolls, basically, people yeah. just want to troll you and just want to irritate you, and they don't care. They don't really, they don't give two shits of what your thoughts were or the argument itself. Their only goal, and they took the stance that they knew would piss you off. So their only goal was to piss you off. They might not even think that they just wanted to piss you off, you know, and and check that one off the list, right? So <laughs> when it comes to those moments, that's what I'm saying is, is just allow them to be wrong. It's okay. Them being wrong doesn't affect you in any way, shape, or form. And and I think that's where that mentality comes into play when it comes to diff dealing with difficult people is, is, you know, aside from obviously protecting yourself, right? Like in my right. wife's situation, you know, enduring and, and not having to deal with that. But those, those extremes aside, just button pushing people and button pushing right. topics and everything else, let them be wrong. Right, it's okay. Nothing bad is going to happen if that person's wrong. It, it just allow them to be wrong and move on with your day. Because at the end of the day, that's what's going to make you feel better is walking away with your peace. Because you're because that's the thing too, right? Like you're not going to. We know that, right? We all know that we didn't change that person's mind. No matter how much you think you're doing it, you can even ask you right after the interaction. Do you think you changed your mind? No. So, like, you, we know that. We're not stupid. We know that we didn't change their mind. So, the only thing that happened was you walked away pissed off. But you, but you know you'd be looking at your boys and say, but I felt damn good about it. Yeah, sometimes. You, you know, that's the problem, babe. When you're younger, it all makes sense. Or sure. when you're in a different state of mind. I mean, instead of saying younger, when you're in a different state of mind, yeah, it all makes sense. But the, the real issue is if somebody, look, if somebody pisses you off and says something wrong and is annoying you and frustrating you and you react, because you're afraid of being disrespected or afraid of that you look like a punk. Well, if you react, who's the real punk? Who's the real <laughs> punk if you're the one reacting? You. I, I try to get my son to see that all the time. Right. 
he gets upset and he'll react to something i'm like buddy are, are they your master no then why are you treating them that way why are you allowing them to dictate to you how you're going to behave mm-hmm. like you just lost all of your power like and that is the thing that i don't i don't think we realize like we think it's weak to turn the other cheek for instance mm-hmm. right because I, I remember when i was a kid that term turn the other cheek oh it irritated the hell out of me dude as a is an uber I'm no, aggressive i'm no gandhi yeah dude as an uber aggressive person the idea right. of turning my cheek just right. irritated me because i was like all yeah. it does is get you hit harder right yeah and there's some instances where i understand that like right. if it wasn't once again if i was in a situation there with my wife that situation would have gone differently even if it wasn't toward especially if it wasn't towards me right like if the dude was talking to me i could have probably just been like whatever dude you're just having a bad day but had i seen him doing that to my wife he would have not have walked out of that situation in the same mentality as he walked into it. It just wouldn't have happened. And I'm, I'm, I am uh, comfortable enough in knowing that I probably would have handled it unskillfully and I would have been totally okay with it. Right. But 100%. yeah, <laughs> no, I'll tell you later. Well, no, bro. Well, the, um, the, the best thing you said today was let them be wrong. Yeah. Yeah. It's totally okay. But uh, to finish my point with the turning the other cheek, what I realize now when I'm older, right, if it's not to the extreme, if it's literally just them being wrong, turning the other cheek is the power, right? Like, I'm not going to allow you to affect my behavior. I'm not going to give you the power to get into my head and change how I'm going about my day. Like, you were you were not significant enough in my life to have that effect on me. So, yeah. therefore, I'm not going to give it to you. Like I think that is the patience part that I'm talking about is not giving them that power to realize that, you know what, you're only difficult because you're doing things in, in a way that I don't think should be done and you're allowed to do that. And that's okay. Be wrong. <laughs> that's, that's, I, I think that's the crux of what we're talking about today, man. So before we uh, sign off here, you got any final words? You just said it. Good. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think that is a great way to end it, to be honest with you. Um, so uh, before we do the final wrap up, thank you again for everybody tuning in. Uh, as always, you can follow us on social media. He's at the dope doctor. I'm at the Dharma guy. We are at dope and Dharma. Uh, you can check us out on YouTube, Twitch and uh, Facebook live under dope and Dharma or any of the major podcasting platforms. Uh, we got a bunch of reels that we kick out too, by the way. So if you see those, feel free to like, share that kind of stuff. It does help um but yeah my 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 final thought would just be you know at the end of the day man difficult people they're only difficult because that's how you define them they're allowed to be difficult nothing wrong with that um it says more about you and where you're at on your path at your inability to let them be who they are it's you're the problem in that situation and the way you fix it is by remembering what your end goal is that you're trying to be happy not be right and, and and allow them to be where they're at on their journey and that's okay find that inner patience to just let it be um that's all i got man so all right now that you know better do better peace